Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You are watching daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I'm here Monday through Friday and I explain crypto and Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Today's news stories are, actually it's one news story, Goldman Sachs leads Wall Street banks and makes their first over-the-counter crypto options trade. This is huge, so huge in fact, that I decided to dedicate the entire episode to it. I'm going to explain a lot of stuff here, so let's dive in. But first, if you like the content or you don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a con- comment below. Please, If you're listening on podcasts, please give me five stars and follow me. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash the subscribe button, ring the bell. It helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you any thing. All right. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below to do your own research. My prayers continue to go out to the Ukrainian people and all those affected by this war. Hopefully this is over sooner than later. Okay, now, if you have been watching my daily crypto news and updates, which I do Monday through Friday, you probably have noticed that I focus on two things, risk and adoption. In my opinion, the primary risk is regulatory risk due to lack of understanding and creative thinking. Many people do not like change, especially when it comes to money. I would be remiss if I did not mention the high energy usage of proof of work mining. Proof of work is the energy intensive consensus protocol of the two biggest cryptos, Bitcoin and Ethereum. All the other blockchains worth mentioning, which with traffic to be concerned, we use other mechanisms with less than 5% of the energy that this proof of work uses. As I have mentioned in the past, and no one has refuted the merits of this argument, proof of work can and is being used to secure electrical grids, which incentivizes energy producers to build more energy. This energy could be mandated to be renewable. This would increase the amount of green energy the USA and the rest of the world has. Also, this proof of work can also be used to bootstrap green energy production in places with lots of sun and wind, but no transmission lines. If you do not know, or sorry, if you did not know, the biggest challenge in the USA when it comes to building a green energy sector that we do is that we do not have the infrastructure, primarily the transmission lines to move the energy from where it is abundant, like the desert and the Great Plains to where the energy uses are the highest, like the coasts and other major cities. Well, why don't we just build transmission lines? That's easy. Well, it's because the people are divided and they vote in polarized ways, which prevents anything from getting done. Blame who you want. It is a fact that Congress spends more time building walls between each other than building bridges. Love it or hate it, fact. If you, have, if you want to refute me, please leave a comment below. So outside a government building, we rely on states and the private sector to build. The energy companies do not want to build energy production without lines, and the utility companies do not want to build lines without energy. Enter proof-of-work mining. We can literally build our green energy sector with Bitcoin or proof-of-work mining, but Bitcoin is going to be the only one because Ethereum is upgrading to change their consensus protocol So it really will be only Bitcoin. While others use proof of work, they don't get any traffic. So they're not really consuming much energy. It is really is the end of the day going to be Bitcoin. Now, does anybody have a better idea? One that will actually work? Do you have any issues with my idea other than we might need regulation to incentivize or make it happen? (laughs) I would love to hear it. Okay. So you're probably thinking, thanks, Robert. 
heard this before because I listened to your channel. Well, if you haven't, now you know and you understand how proof of work mining, if you thought creatively and didn't just go around banning things you didn't like, that it could actually be used to give you what you want. Those people that do not like that it consumes so much energy. But the unfortunate reality is we probably will need regulation because it's unlikely the private sector is going to do anything other than chase low energy costs. So anyway, if you have a better idea, you want to you want to refute the merits, you want to challenge this, please leave a comment below. But until until someone is and I argue on Twitter about this stuff, no one has come up with a better idea or even refuted the merits of this. So Anyway, leave a comment below and um, I'm going to get on with today's news. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, on the subject of adoption, Goldman Sachs is getting into crypto. According to Wikipedia, Goldman Sachs is the second largest investment bank in the world by revenue and the 59th largest U.S. corporation by revenue. It is one of those too big to fail companies. Well, they are lacking along with their fellow investment buddies on Wall Street when it comes to crypto exposure. And that is because of regulation. Aha. So I just came full circle on adoption and risk. Now I'm ready to show you some things. And if you're listening on podcasts, you can use the link below to see what I'm showing, but you could also just kind of listen along. All right. So I have this video from Bloomberg titled Novogratz helps Goldman execute over-the-counter crypto options trade. The link is below if you want to read the whole thing, but I just want to play a clip for you. Now, one of the most read stories on Bloomberg today was Goldman Sachs saying it successfully executed an over-the-counter crypto options trade. It's the first transaction of the kind by a major Wall Street bank. We're now joined by Yuchi Young, who covers the crypto space. What sort of a step is this? These banks that we all know, uh, let me just uh, one thing real quick. Just make sure I you can hear it. Yep. Okay, cool. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, so basically, she just said, if you didn't hear it, she, uh, the woman on uh, Bloomberg said, this is the most read story uh, on Bloomberg. Oh, that we've all seen been trading options in the more, you know, areas that we know and love, getting into the space that is currently dominated by the crypto exchanges. Yes, yes. So Goldman Sachs announced that they did um, their first ever over-the-counter crypto option trade with Galaxy Digital, which is a crypto-native financial services firm uh, founded actually by a former Goldman partner, mm. uh, uh, Michael Novogratz. And the trade represents a notable step in the development of the crypto market for institutional investors. So the specific product is cash settled, which means that Goldman Sachs doesn't need to hold or touch crypto on their balance sheet throughout the transaction. And as we know that for large Wall Street banks, they're still not able to trade spot crypto because mm -hmm. of all the regulatory uncertainty and compliance rule that prevents them from holding crypto directly yet. So most of the development developments that were... All right. So... Uh, I love this. And uh, so that was the most read story the other day. And it is the first move of its kind by major Wall Street banks. Then they found a way to get exposure and get around. What was it? Regulation. All right. So I have this article. This is the article. It's author Yuchi Young, which is who you just uh, listened to and who is also who you just heard. Uh, so 
All right, I just said that. So she reports from for Bloomberg in the article article titled Goldman Sachs to offer over-the-counter crypto options trade. Move marks first such transaction by a major Wall Street bank, trade facilitated, executed by Galaxy Digital. So first of all, what is an over-the-counter trade? I looked it up on Investopedia and I just wanted to share this and Investopedia explains over the counter refers to the process of how securities are traded via a broker dealer network, as opposed to a centralized exchange over the counter trading can involve equities, debt instruments and derivatives, which are financially contracts are sorry, which are financial contracts that derive their value from an underlying asset, such as a commodity. In some cases, Securities might not meet the requirements to have a listing on a standard market exchange, such as the New York Stock Exchange. Instead, these securities can be traded over the counter. All right. So I just want to explain in layman's terms. So basically, an over-the-counter trade is a trade between two different people. It doesn't go through a centralized exchange. So it could be between two different companies. It could be between a broker and a dealer. Um, if you, so, and it, and, and if, and this will happen if something doesn't meet regulatory, uh, regulatory standards. However, it could also happen to things that can meet regulatory standards. But the point is, it's a trade that doesn't happen on an exchange. So it's just between Goldman Sachs and this company called Galaxy Digital. So all right. So what does this mean? It opens the door for competition. So also something in the video, she said that uh, the derivatives, because Goldman isn't buying, directly buying crypto and offering their clients the ability to trade the options on that, they are doing uh, something different where the all the trades are settled in cash. So it's like kind of a way of getting around regulation. So if you don't understand uh, don't worry. Basically, Goldman Sachs found a loophole around the regulations to give their clients access and exposure to crypto. So this opens the door for competition. Now investors will have an option to get exposure to crypto with without having to navigate the world of blockchain and crypto. Many of my clients have told me they want to invest. They have asked me what stocks to invest in but they do not want the friction of opening multiple accounts and or moving money around. Like they don't want to open a Coinbase account. That's too much work. Or they don't want to open a BlockFi account. You know, many people's money is automated to go into investment account for their retirement or let, let, let someone else manage their money. And um, so changing this, this around is usually too much work unless you're a tech person or you're like me and you really want to get get what the advantage of getting in before everyone else because you it's still early you know this this author of this article and the person that you just listened to said that they're the first people to figure out how to get around get around regulations in the major wall street bank to give their customers exposure to crypto. Why would they do this? Because their customers want it. I'm telling you, I'm a hairdresser in, I am Bitcoin stylist and I am in the, I am in Washington DC. And like, I'm telling you that my clients 
who are really here in the midst of everything, like everything that has to do with the government and regulation. Uh, they're telling me they want exposure, but they don't want to deal with the risk. So unless you're a big tech person or you want to get in, get in, you're willing to take the risk, you'd have to research the risk. Most people don't want to do that. They got lives. They're making their money. They got families. They don't have time like I do. You get up every morning or do the research to report the news. So anyway, I digress. Um, so for mass adoption, we need banks to get in. Well, here we are. And I want to read this expert, excerpt. Uh, Damien Vanderwilt co-president and head of global markets at Galaxy, which is the company that uh, is helping Goldman Sachs uh, do this, do this trade, says, if you think of crypto today, part of the concern of the sector is most of the players in the sector are not players that are familiar to regulators and politicians. What helps is for regulators and government to see that firms like Goldman that they know and trust for decades are also going to be participants. I think this makes a lot of sense. While the crypto market and I sometimes hate on big banks, this point made about regulators and politicians better understanding, and let's face it, write better rules because of, you know, campaign donations. Yes. But also, the point is that these regulators or politicians are humans looking to understand something new. And they look to other humans and brands they know and trust, kind of like you, kind of like me. Like, if, if I go on Amazon and I buy something, I feel more confidence that I might have some, some recourse if I get a bad product than if I go on to some person's website that I've never heard of and I want that product from them. They could just say, I don't need to refund you or so what if it's broke, you know, but Amazon, I feel confident that they're going to like work with me on that. So it's just like using credit card versus going using cash. If someone, if, if some, some, if something happens with a credit card transaction, the credit card company you trust will do will will reverse that transaction. And so, point is, uh, um, I don't know anyone who takes the word of some rando. This point also explains why so many people refer to crypto people as snake oil salesmen. They just don't have a connection. Massive story. This is super massive. I'm telling you. Do you understand why this is such a big deal? You could be like, no, man, I don't know understand why you think this is such a big deal. Please let me know because I would love to love to hear from you. And then I will definitely respond to you and I will dive deeper into explaining this. You know, I just want to point out here that the two biggest things that I report on are adoption and risk. A big bank acknowledging the regulatory risk of, of getting into crypto by finding a way to get around the regulation, but still give exposure to their customers who are asking for that exposure is massive for adoption. And it also highlights the risk, but it also that very last point, whether you like it or not, politicians, regulators, they want to listen to who they consider an expert and who they trust to tell, shoot them straight, because that's who they trust, whether you like it or not. And so they're like, hey, Goldman's getting in it. I can talk to Goldman. Goldman, why are you getting in this? Well, now they could have answers to the questions. And that, my friends, is 
what I believe to be incredible moves on mass adoption. And I also think that it could help with regulators and politicians um, maybe making, uh, when, they come, when it comes to making regulations and laws, becoming a little bit more understanding and willing to allow the, inter- the industry to flourish. So what do you think about all these points? Leave a comment below. Let me know if you liked it by liking. Uh, if you're listening on podcast, please give me five stars and or follow me. Uh, please, if you're listening, if you're watching on YouTube, please uh, smash that subscribe button, ring the bell. It helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. All right. Hot on.